Welcome to the Principles of Success, and today's subject is the stock market. So the stock market is general term to include stocks, bonds, mutual funds, index funds, 401ks, Roth IRAs, and we're going to talk about all of those real quick. So I already talked about in the tax episode about 401ks and Roth IRAs, so I won't spend too much time on that. But if you are going to invest in stocks, the best account for investing in stocks in the stock market is a Roth IRA. In fact, for 90% of people, their investment plan should be investing, putting their money into a Roth IRA and investing in a index fund like, the, for instance, the S&P 500. That's what majority of people should do because majority of the people will not take time to invest properly. Unfortunately, the majority of people are invested in 401ks or their investment account is a 401k and they are invested in mutual funds. So first let's define some stuff. A stock is a piece of a company. When you buy Amazon stock, you are buying a part of Amazon. A pop culture example, Elon Musk just bought 100% of the stocks for Twitter which means he officially owns all of Twitter. As of recording, this deal hasn't fully closed yet, but I'm assuming it will because there's millions of dollars on the line for if it fails. So a stock is just a piece of the company. Investment accounts like your 401k or your Roth IRA are like savings accounts. You're not invested in, it, invested in anything when you put your money into those accounts. Those accounts have to be allocated to investments. The default for 401ks is mutual funds. Now, the definition of a mutual fund, mutual fund, not fun, fund, not fun, there we go, is you're all mutually pooling your money and then that fund is investing for you. So Dave puts in $10, Jack puts in $100, and then Steve manages the fund and tries to make both Dave and Jack's money increase. Of course, Steve then takes a little bit of the profit for himself. And also, Steve is a moron, and a dartboard will outperform Steve 50% of the time. This is why I hate mutual funds and 401ks. Because a monkey throwing darts at a dartboard can do better than mutual funds on average. And those fees usually are pretty ridiculous. In fact, in the book, Tony... Robin's Money Master of the Game, which I did a review on for a while ago, he actually points out that most 401ks are illegal because they have so many excessive fees. So that's your investment accounts. A and and uh, mu what a mutual fund is. A index fund is essentially instead of buying stocks in companies, you are buying the S&P is the top 500 companies of the market. So instead of buying individual pieces of companies, you are buying a part of the market as a whole. And there's total index funds, which is the whole market, and S&P 500 is the top 500 companies. They both perform about the same, so take your pick. But instead of investing in a company, you are investing in the market. And the nice thing about investing in a market is if times are good, your investments are good. You don't have to worry about a crooked CEO screwing everything up for you. And then the last definition I guess I should explain is bonds. And a bond, bondage, is you are selling money 
you're selling debt to a organization. Usually it's either a company or government. And they promise to pay that money that they borrowed from you. Um, they promise to pay it back with interest. And bonds are great as long as you're not in an inflationary cycle. Because if you lend out $10 for, let's say, 2% interest and inflation is 20%, well, when you get that $10 back, you're not going to be able to buy much with it. But usually bonds are really good. Bonds are considered the, the safest. Bonds do not fluctuate anywhere near as much as stocks because stocks are all just a perceived value of a company. A bond is a promissory note that, hey, I borrowed this money from you. I will most likely pay it back to you. And this is why a lot of the traditional advice is when you're, when you're older, you want to be mostly invested in bonds because they're considered safer. And when you're younger, with like 10 plus years until you're planning on retiring, to invest in stocks predominantly because stocks can grow much faster than bonds. Bonds are don't fluctuate up as much and they don't fluctuate as down as much. Stocks, if there's a big crash and you're not planning on pulling it out anytime soon, you have plenty of time for the market to correct so you don't have to take the damage of the crash. Don't sell during crashes. If you're picking individual stocks, you need to do extreme research on the company that you are planning to purchase from. I did a book review um, on the book Invested by Danielle Town, and that book is all about doing your actual research on, the, on stocks instead of just gambling, because you need to know what the stock is actually worth, and then you need to wait until the stock, uh, until the market price for the stock is on sale. So go check out that book and go actually read that book before you do any individual investments on stocks. If you don't want to do a ton of homework on companies and you still want to invest in the stock market, index funds investing in the market is what you probably should do. They usually perform about as good as the market performs because they are the market. And usually the market goes up over a prolonged period of time. Like even when there's big crashes, they go, they get flattened out over a prolonged period of time. There was a big crash in 2008. There was a artificial crash. Was it last year or the year before? But there was an artificial crash from everything getting shut down due to COVID. And if you sell during the crash, you get screwed. But if you don't sell during the crash, the market corrects itself and you're fine. And then if you're going to invest in the stock market, you should almost always do it through a Roth IRA. Because this is one of the few times where the government's goal to take your money is a little bribed off. Because they want your money, and they want your money now. So a Roth IRA will give them their money now and then you get the benefit of them not being allowed to tax that money after the fact. So if you put $200 into your Roth IRA, the government will tax the $200, so only $150 make it into the Roth IRA. But then you invest that Roth IRA into an index fund, and then 30 years pass, and that $150 is worth, let's say, $10,000 that $10,000 is completely tax-free. The government can't tax it. Whereas a 401k, first off, you can't 
do index funds half the time. You have to do mutual funds. And when you take the money out, they will tax you on the money that has been accrued. So if you have a million dollars of investment wealth in your 401k when you retire, the government's going to take half of it. The only con to the Roth IRA is if you make more than, I believe it's like $130,000 a year individually, as a couple, it's 200 something. If you make more than that, you are not allowed to use a Roth IRA. However, for almost all of you, I seriously doubt that's an actual problem that you are facing. And if you are generating that money, most likely it is from you having a business and your business can pay you as a salary of $100,000 and the rest of the money can go towards other things. So then your salary is under that cutoff mark so you can invest in it, but you still get to generate all of that money. The other con is that you're only allowed to put up to $6,000 per year. Now, if you are investing $6,000 per year, you are doing better than almost everybody. So good job. But if you want to invest more stuff into the stock market, there are other accounts. I'm not going to go in depth on them, but there are other accounts for you to look at. So check those out. So now let's go back to the individual stocks and bonds. When you are investing individually, make sure you do your research, pick companies that you think will be around for a long time, and then do not sell. That's the key with the stock market, is you buy and then you never sell. People think that investment is you buy this thing and then three months later you sell it when it's at its peak and then when it drops back down you buy it again. No, that's called gambling. And if you want to do that, you can, and day traders can be very good at it. But if you are investing, you buy something, and then you never sell it. At least that's the attitude you should have towards it. Obviously, you're going to sell it because you want to acquire the cash that has been generated from the investments, but your attitude should be, if I'm buying this, I am buying it for the next 50 years. And honestly, that's kind of all I have for the stock market. Like the stock market, there, you can get into a lot of minutia details in anything regarding finances. But for 99% of people, the thing that they should do is invest $6,000 into a Roth IRA every year and or put $6,000 into a Roth IRA every year and then invest that into a index fund. And the sooner they start that, the better. The more money you will have at the end of the line. If you are wanting to make some serious financial gains investing, individual stocks will do much better. But you have to do extensive, extensive research into hundreds of companies just to buy stocks in a handful of companies. And if you have money in a 401k, there are ways that you can roll it over into a Roth IRA. And stocks are usually considered more risky, and you should invest in stocks if you plan on holding on to them for at least a decade before you're planning on having to sell them for whatever reasons, predominantly retirement. And if you're wanting to protect your finances from regular inflation, not inflationary spirals, Bonds usually do good, and bonds are considered a safe investment. They are some of the least risky investments. 
But the risk with bonds is you have to make sure that the thing is sticking around. If the company disappears before the bond lease is up, you're kind of screwed. And then there's the government ones, but the government ones pay a whole lot less than the corporate ones. And that's pretty much it. The stock market is not complex. People like to make it super complex, but it's not that complex. It's just investing in companies and different terminologies for how you go about doing that. That's what the stock market is. It's just stocks of companies. And people trade them and purchase them. And with that, I will see you all next week.